All right, everybody, welcome back to Heath Barn. Hope we're having a great day. This episode, I planned on talking about uh, the Illinois basketball game from last night. Last night, uh, they played Penn State, lost by one. I want to discuss the NBA All-Star game debacle. And I talked a little bit about my fear of technology. And I had everything kind of like outlined and organized in a nice, not, well, I, mean, I never like really, really out my stuff. I usually, I usually wing it. I mean, I wing it anyway, but this one I at least had like, I'm like, I'll talk about this first and this first, but I got going on the Illinois game and everything. And then it just turned into frustrated babbling kind of. So this episode, episode 108 is called frustrated babbling. So I just kind of start thinking about one thing and Start griping, think about another thing, and it just kind of goes from there. But it's a nice little vent session, and I think it, you know, should be a good entertaining episode. So I hope you enjoy it. And hit it. All right, everybody, welcome back to Heath Barn, episode 108. Hope we're all just feeling lovely. Uh, hang on here, I'm tinkering with my volume. Tinkering, not working, tinkering, tinkering, tinkering. Okay, all right, so, sorry. I have, that's a good example right there of how, uh, technology is just uh it's like the more stuff i get the more overwhelmed i feel i feel like i get something it's going to help and then i end up just freaking out as soon as i get it and mandy has to do everything for me and i and i still don't feel comfortable i feel like i'm again uh i'm afraid of technology and i suck at it and i feel like the more things i get that's just more opportunities for me to mess something up for example okay i don't even know if this is videoing right now i don't even know if um, what this sounds like because a couple nights ago, just a little stuff, a couple nights ago, I unplugged everything and I left my headphones in so I could listen to something, but I didn't, but now I don't think I plug stuff back in right. So it's recording. I can hear myself talking into the microphone, but it's like, I don't know if that's working very well. I don't know if, uh, so then I bought a camera cause I've been, uh, videoing, videoing them, but I want to video them on, uh, I had been doing that on my iPad that I got for Christmas, but I wanted something a little uh, better quality. So bought a camera. It's on me right now, but I don't even know if it's videoing. So we'll see. But, um, and then also then I bought a new lap. I had the same laptop for like 15 years. So I got a new one because all I want to do is just video these uh, pods, go through and edit if I need to, and then put them on YouTube and then edit clips and put clips out on social media, things like that. So people can know, uh, some of the things I'm talking about on the pod. That's all I wanted this new stuff for, but yet it comes in and I'm just like, okay, cause I just think I'm going to screw something up, which I probably will. Again, this camera staring at me right now. I got no idea if it's videoing or not. So, uh, we'll see. But, um, anywho, uh, 
And I know for a fact that something's not right with all of my equipment here that I used to that I use for audio. So that's fun, fun, fun. But it's all my fault. I did it. I took those headphones off and I plugged something in wrong the right way. I don't know, whatever. So anywho, to challenge, I need somebody who be nice to have a tech person or something. But um, but no, that's not true either because I like doing it all myself. I like uh, see it's a problem if you're going to be like a kind of a control freak. You can't uh, can't bitch whenever you whenever uh, you don't do something right because it's like I like uh, I like controlling you know me putting out everything and what I put it out on and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, uh, I'm not very good at it. So you know. Uh, but anywho, um, so yeah, been frustrating here this afternoon as far as all that stuff goes. Um, hopefully this pod just sounds okay and comes out okay, whatever. Um, again, episode 108, um, going to talk about, anybody watch the Illinois game last night? Holy crap. So going to talk about that some, and then I'm going to talk about uh, NBA All-Star game a little bit too, and what a joke that is and what possibly they could do to maybe make it not such a joke i guess but um first things first let's talk about the illinois game uh i that's another thing too yesterday our uh tv was out and internet so i had to go to an establishment to watch it and uh so i couldn't really hear um bardo and like what all the announcers were saying the whole time but uh you know Obviously, watch the whole thing. Um, I'll just go down the list here. Terrence Shannon, 35 points. Look, he played great. He's dominant. He's stronger, faster than most people. He can get uphill. I mean, he's he can be dominant, you know. Um, I think that he's uh, – that's not – I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about him. I'm just kind of going down the list here of players. But, um, again – I think he had 11 boards, something like that, but shot like 19 free throws. So, but missed six, you know, free throws. That's one thing. Uh, one of many things about last night, but anyway, um, he's just, uh, can be a really dominant college player. And I think a lot of his, a lot of his stuff will translate to the next level. I don't know, uh, if he handles the ball well enough, but I know he's fast enough and strong enough. And, you know, if you shoot 40% from three, you know, I mean, I think his defense will, can can uh, uh, work the next level. So, you know, he's got a shot to play in the NBA, but um, he's just a big, big and strong and fast and athletic. And uh, so, yes, he's fine. Damask played fine, but quit letting him bring the ball up the floor because he's not very good at it. Good Lord. Can't have like twenty turnovers against Penn State. See, I was gonna like have a little rough outline here, but I, this thing's popping my head. I'll probably just start yelling and complaining and stuff. But he is a very good player, very smart player, very good passer, very good scorer around the basket. Plays hard, but he's not quit. Quit having bring the ball to the floor because that's not his job. He's never that's should not be his job. Never has been his job. And I'll get to Ty Rogers in a minute and why. On earth, he wasn't playing more. I know he, has, he was in foul trouble, so what? You got four fouls, you don't put him back in. Uh, but that was one of the things going into the season. We didn't really have a true point guard. so And that has come back to bite Illinois at times. So and last night was one of those. But having said that, the guy that you said is going to be your point guard, put him in and let him be the point guard. 
Um, okay, so Damask, he can't just just don't let him bring the ball up the floor all the time. Penn State was smart. They hell, they just pressed and made Illinois look dumb on a lot of stuff. And uh, Underwood's not going to make any adjustments, so they just went with what was working and it worked. Okay, now here's Coleman Hawkins. Uh, man, oh man, oh man, where to begin? Uh, I can't stand him. I've said that all year. And I sometimes I feel bad because they're just college kids, blah, blah, blah. But, hey, but if you can make more money than me and you're over 18, hey, then I can. I don't feel bad about getting on somebody and tell them what I really think. Uh, perfect example of why I can't stand him. First half, he goes up. Thought he got fouled. Uh, palms up. Bitching at the refs. Does not get back on defense. And you go down the other end and they get an and one. Because they had a fast, because they had numbers, because Coleman Hawkins was griping at the refs and jogging back on D. But everybody says he's the best defensive player in the country or the conference and blah, 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 blah. I don't see that. I don't know where that comes from. Is he active sometimes? Does he block shots, get steals, things like that? Yeah, sometimes. But have you ever seen him guard the post? He gets destroyed on a nightly basis. He can't guard the post. And I know he won't have to do that. Well, I don't. That drives me nuts. Everybody, this narrative that he's just such a great defensive player. He can be disruptive, yeah. Like I said, he can block shots. He can, you know, steal, things like that. But all I know is uh, when you show him trying to guard somebody in the post, he gets ate up every time. He gets his butt kicked consistently. Yet we got Gary A on the bench for the entire second half, which is another joke, but I haven't even gotten to him yet either. Sorry. But uh, Hawkins, I hate the way he acts. And last night, that's one of those games where he'll he'll get you beat. You missed two free throws at the end, and you took a bunch of dumb shots. You uh, Your defense was trash. Um, so, yeah. And he just acts like such a punk. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm over him. And he's one of those guys, like, Illinois is not going to get as far as they could or should. It's going to be because of stuff like that. Stuff like him. I was thinking this last night already, but one of my buddies I was texting with about it, he mentioned it too, but I was already, it was already in my mind. I'm like, this is starting to remind me of, because you know how this year the big phrase has been connectivity. We're all, we're so connected. We're so connected. And I remember saying like, yeah, you're all right now, but it's a long season. Well, this is starting to look like, did they look very connected last night with 20 turnovers, giving up 90 points to Penn State without their leading score? It was a joke. And Coleman Hawkins is starting to wander off. I don't know if he's jealous of Shannon or whatever, but he's starting to wander off. And last year, and, and here's the thing too, Underwood hasn't learned anything because Underwood, you're sitting Ty Rogers and Gary in the second half when they're the ones, just role players that don't say anything and bust their ass, and you're letting Coleman Hawkins stay out there. It's starting to remind me that Matt... Matt uh, Meyer deal last year because you just let him play, didn't you? You didn't stand up to him. Like, you knew he was all about himself and not about the team. He didn't care about anything else. It was NIL. It was all that BS with the energy drink. I mean, he just, he was all about himself. And you never sat him down. You just went down, you know, we got beat in the first round. And I, you, nobody, think, nobody thought we were going to win in that first round because you could just tell all year that it wasn't uh, a very cohesive unit. And. It should not be like that this year because you have a lot of old veterans that are very uh, highly skilled and smart, but you got one turd in there, 
and you don't take him out or stand up to him, whatever. Does he help? Can he? Does he help the team when he's playing well? Of course. Of course he does. And here's the thing, too. Uh, before I get on to Underwood, like, um, if he'll just shut up and play, but the, but he, he first of all, he can't. He want, He's a baby. He whines like a baby. And again, that whole defense thing, I I would love if I had if I could just sit down and watch and just do like a a reel of just him getting smoked on defense all year. He does more than anybody. So what are we talking about with all this great defensive player crap? Our defense, I think they said it's 102nd. And that was before last night since like the Missouri game. So nobody plays good defense apparently, and. So anyway, Hawkins, I'm sure I'll come back to him and gripe more. But for now, that's all I'll say. Good. There's another thing. Goody doesn't get into like five minutes to go in the first half. But then you can't get him out of the game the whole second half. So I'm all about Goody having a carving out a nice role in this team where he's playing about 20 minutes a game. I think he should. But why is it taking him 15 minutes to even get on the floor? And then once he's out there, yeah, he hit like three threes, and that's great. And he was he played fine. That three at the end was stupid. But I think everybody agrees with that. Uh, pull it out right there. You're up like two and a half minutes to go. I believe we're up five. I think I don't want to misspeak, but I'm pretty sure. So pull it out. What are you doing? But, uh, that line, gee, it's just, you know, and, and okay. So goody. Yes. Played fine last night. The three was bad, but I don't get like, why, like, is he in the doghouse or not? Because you, you have completely, uh, took away his playing time, and then he comes in, and then he, you know, so I don't know where we are with him. Gary A., why? Uh, I don't know why Underwood, ever since Shannon's been back, is it, like, out of all the guys that are getting their minutes cut into, he should be like the last one. He plays hard. Does he get beyond defense sometimes? Yeah, but they all do, and he doesn't anymore than anybody else. He rebounds, plays hard, role player. Keeps his mouth shut, plays his butt off. The kind of people you want, not the kind of people like Coleman Hawkins who whine and bitch and moan after every call and hit a three in the five minutes into a game at Michigan State and get teed up because he's yelling at the crowd like a moron. Yet he's getting to play 37, 38 minutes a game and Gary A is getting about 20. That's stupid. I I don't get what Gary A has done to, to be losing playing time to anybody. Like, I like Harmon fine, but should he be cutting into Ty Rogers and Gary Ace minutes? No. No. They should all be rotating around a little bit or something, but, like, like he shouldn't be. And, and Harmon, okay, now I'll, I'll just get off of Gary. I'll come back to him, too. I like Harmon fine. Plays hard, makes a lot of winning plays, things like that. But you can't, you can't, uh, I feel like Gary A and Ty Rogers are two quiet guys that play their butt off, and any mistakes that they make are hustle mistakes, especially Ty Rogers. And yes, he got in some foul trouble, but he got his fourth foul, and there was a lot of time left. He never came back in until the end, I think. So uh, I love Ty Rogers. Does he force things a little bit, get a little squirrely with the ball? Uh, sometimes, yes. Does he play extremely hard, and you need somebody like that on the floor at all times? Yes. Does he keep his mouth shut? Yes. Does he act like a whiny punk like Hawkins? No. 
So why are they getting penalized? It's I, I don't get that. Again, Harmon, he's fine. I like him. He's fine. But, you know, he's a he's a 15 to 18 minute guy to me. And Goody's around. Or him and Goody should be about the same. Anywhere from maybe not 15 to 18. Maybe like a 17 to 20, 17, 22 minute range somewhere in there. But not, not more than that. And Gary A should be up about play 30 minutes a night. Hawkins should play, to me, Jesus, I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about him. But uh, Danger played about three or four minutes, the same thing. Um, Hansberry did all right when he was in there, got a few minutes. DGL got in there and did okay for a few minutes. But there's nothing consistent at it, playing time with anybody. So I get frustrated because, and again, like I'm just a fan on here griping, but and I hate to, um, you know, go in on somebody who has forgotten more about basketball than I know. But but I'm going to. Because Underwood, he doesn't, he doesn't adjust. He doesn't make adjustments. And, okay, here, here's my overall thoughts on him. I'm very, very happy he's at Illinois. I think that um, the state of the program when he came in and, and where it is now is leaps and bounds better than what it was. So... He has, he has gone from where we were never even making the tournament at all ever to almost like we expect to make it. We expect to compete for a Big Ten championship every year. I mean, we were a one seed. We've been a four seed. He's And another stat that came up last night, we have the most Big Ten road wins uh, since 2019. That's, a gr- that's great. See, so the fact that I'm people are griping about him, and, and I am too, um, just remember that. Okay, so again, the good parts about Coach Underwood is I again he has brought this uh, whole program up way up back to where it was before, you know, it's back to where it was in the in the self and the Brucey days, you know, as far as being, uh, you know, uh, ranked, you know, you're going from uh, you're going from um, oh geez, it was bad there for a while. 500 NIT, maybe an NIT to, uh, again, upper echelon of the, of the conference and um, wanting to be in the upper echelon of the whole country. So he has done a good job in that regard. I kind of mumbled through that, but one more time. He has lifted this program way up to where we are back in the national picture, national scene, ranked every year, going for Big Ten championships, things like that. So that is great compared to where it was when he got there. Now, the bad part. Uh, I've never made it to the second weekend in the NCAA tournament since he's been here. Uh, you're a one seed. You got Io and Kofi, and you, get, you go out in the second round to Loyola. People look back at that game. No adjustments made at all. Just sat there and watched it, basically. Those are like the little warning signs that people don't like. Thrilled with where the program is overall. But worry about him in tight games or whenever things uh, start to uh, go the other way. He doesn't uh, adjust, just kinds of, kind of watches and lets it happen. So um, as far as in-game strategy, things like that. Like it's obvious the defense is garbage, and it has been for about six weeks, and he hasn't changed anything. Nothing. I don't think he knows what the word zone is not that it's even a zone, just any, any little things you can do to switch anything things up. He doesn't, uh, 
he doesn't do and and he might do like in practice and but it in the once the game starts it's just like okay hope hope it works out and this isn't the first time they pissed one away they were up how much on nebraska like 12 with like what four minutes to go and nebraska took illinois to overtime and that was at illinois and underwood did nothing that game either just kind of sat there and hope we win so that those are the things that uh will keep you from this team is good enough to make a run in the NCAA tournament if you uh, can switch some things up and fix some things before it starts. Or uh, they could go out first round or second round just like it's been with this uh, program. So uh, we'll see. But, man, nights like last night where he just uh, doesn't, cha- doesn't change anything. And I hate – the whole uh, Gary A thing, and I hate how he's just married to Hawkins for some reason and just will not take him out. If he does, it's for about a minute. Gary A should be cutting into Hawkins' minutes if you're going to keep play, if you're going to play Goody and Harmon and stuff like that. Like it's just, I I hate I hate I hate all that stuff. So, um, I think this is a big year for Coach Underwood as far as his uh, kind of how people see him as a coach. Because I think, again, people see him right now as somebody who can bring in guys, get them together, uh, put together a very competitive team every year. But they never quite get to where they want to get because at some point, I feel like he gets outcoached, you know. So you've got to have a coach that will adjust and you've got to have players that will buy into that and everything. So, um, yeah, last night was just garbage. And uh We'll see how they respond, but man, I may need a break from that, that Iowa game. I may just kind of let that one record and take a little one-game break from them because last night was tough tough to watch. Uh, so, I don't know, man. I had like an organized thing I was going to say and go down the list, and I just started yapping and just griped about everything. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, you know, they had a chance to – Um. After Purdue screwed up at Ohio State, they had a chance to get a leg up on everything, and and, uh, and they had it, and they just didn't. Hawkins, though, man, you're a senior. You missed two free throws. You did that stupid foul. And, of course, your palms are up. Oh, what do I do? Oh, God. No, I'm not going to miss him at all. Jeez. Good Lord. And then we got – but then we got the guys that play their butts off and, and don't say anything on the bench, and they can't get in the game. <sighs> So, I don't know. I don't know if that was that wasn't my best analysis right there, but I just basically got on a rant and just started going. So, um, now another rant: the NBA All Star Game. The final score was two hundred and eleven to one hundred eighty six. That's stupid, and um, this is just typical load management. These guys, these younger people that are playing now, um, refuse to, yes, it's an exhibition game and blah, 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 but uh, it's at, at least pretend you're trying. Pretend it's like a summer league game, like a, Kenny Smith said that or somebody, somebody did. Like, pretend, you know, like just give us something because it's just stupid to watch. And um, it was in Indy this year, and it's only about 100 miles away, but everything was way too expensive, and I'm glad we didn't go because it was just – there's no point. Like, they don't uh, – they don't care. And what one person suggested that I heard, and I – okay, MLB tried this, and it was a joke and the, about the dumbest rule that Bud Selig had during his whole time as commissioner. 
but I think it maybe could work with the NBA. Whoever wins gets home court advantage in the finals. Now, the reason in baseball it didn't work is because you play 162 games. That should come down to the best record, period. Also, baseball is not like uh, basketball. Like these guys, in baseball, you're playing a baseball game. So you're going to run out of ground ball. You're going to go try to catch a fly ball. It's not like uh, these guys that throw 100 are going to go into the All-Star game and be like, well, I'm going to throw it about 70 because I don't want to get hurt. No, that's not what they're – they're still, like, trying. Okay. Because uh, you can't go half speed throwing a ball, throwing a ball. You, so, you know, what, you know what I mean. It's different. It's apples, apples and oranges. So, um, but that rule was horrible in MLB. But in the NBA – so many guys are missing so many games, and they don't care what their records are. All they want to do is get in the playoffs anyway, and then because all the load management and everybody missing games all the time and blah, 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 and making up injuries and all this crap. So, hey, put a little heat on them. Like, you know what? You don't want to play any defense at all? Like, okay, well, then whoever wins gets the home court advantage for the, uh, for the finals. So maybe that'll make you play hard. I think that would uh, maybe actually stir them up a little bit because money's not going to because they make – the amounts of money that they make is another thing that's just beyond ridiculous. So if you tell them all, well, you'll get an extra half million dollars if for, to the to the winners, like yeah, okay, but hell, mediocre players are making twenty five million, so it's nobody can. That's not going to do it. Uh, so I don't know. You got to figure out something, but that home court advantage that might not be bad. That might actually make them try. Might actually make them try. And uh, they're just, everybody's just so soft now. It's like, well, what if somebody gets hurt? Good Lord, you could get hurt any time. I hate that. You get hurt any time playing any game, any practice, any time you get hurt. You got no more or less of a chance to get hurt playing a freaking all-star game than you do any other, any other time. So just go play, like make it. I hate again. This act like you're playing defense. Get a hand, do something, because man, it just looks like either that or just if, if you're gonna do this, just just have a freaking two line layup drill for 48 minutes. Cause that's all this is at this point, pretty much. And you have the choice of dunking it or shooting a three in your two line layup drill. That's all it is. So hey, do something, commissioner. It's where these turds will actually start trying. I could not be more with Charles Barkley. I'm not with Charles Barkley on some stuff. Whenever he likes to try to, if when he stays in his lane and talks about things he actually knows about, I, I, he's like my favorite guy. And this is one of them. He, he thinks it's just an absolute joke that uh, guys miss games for whatever reasons, you know. It, and it's it, it is it's stupid. So that's my thought on that. Do something to make it different. Football, they gave up on it and. But they're tackling each other. So, yeah, playing flag football, that's fine. Whatever. Who cares? MLB, they're playing a baseball game. All right? So, when you're going up and down the court, you choose how much you try, how much you run, how much you hustle. Okay? Baseball, you're playing shortstop. They hit a ground ball to you. You're going to field it. You know, you're you're running the bases. You're going to run hard. You know, so it's like the game's the game. But basketball is different. You can be as lazy as you want in basketball. And they are extremely lazy. So uh, we'll see what happens. But man, that Illinois game, though.
Good lord. What a joke. Um, let's see here. Anything else on my mind? I hope I hope this video tonight. And if it didn't, we'll get it figured out. I'll get it figured out soon. But uh, I have videoed like uh, every episode since Christmas has been videoed. The plan is I have a YouTube channel. If you just say welcome to the Heath Barn, that's my YouTube channel. But and I did it at first for a while. Every single episode, the audio goes to YouTube and I have some videos, some shorts on there and stuff like that. But what I'm the plan is every single episode, the video is going to get uploaded to YouTube and then continue to do uh, shorts like video shorts and things like that and edit and show clips from these from these uh, episodes. So I was just doing it with an iPad. So I'm like, well, I'll try to get some little bit better stuff. But again, the better, the more equipment I get, the more like, because it's just newer stuff. I don't know how the hell to use it. So um, hopefully all this is working and we'll be fine. Um, all right. Well, I thought that was going to take a little longer, but Cardinals real quick. Uh, spring training. Looking good. Apparently, these new uh, uniforms that Fanatics uh, put out uh, are a, a real embarrassment for everyone wearing them because they're kind of like see-through pants, and uh, basically, you can just see everybody's nuts. I don't really know how else to say it. <laughs> Apparently, that's one thing I read. Like somebody tweeted out. So, um, hopefully, they get that fixed. But yeah, that's that's the biggest controversy going on in baseball right now is that those new uniforms that everybody is saying are just like an embarrassment. So. We'll see what happens with that. It's not just the Cardinals. Every team's got them. But um, as far as the Cardinals down there, uh, you know, everybody's happy, smiling, getting after it. It's all good. Spring. Spring hopes eternal. Hope springs eternal. There we go. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. The old squad's down there, and they're rocking and rolling. So, um, anywho, uh, quick episode this one. Going to try to get some more stuff done this weekend. Get some more stuff out. And um, we'll go from there. But jheath2286.podbean.com. Welcome to the Heath Barn on YouTube. That is the channel. And hopefully within the next couple weeks, every single thing that I have videoed will be uploaded to there. And we'll, it'll be like caught up and then I can just start putting stuff out as I'm going. But uh, And then at Heath Barn Pod on X. Welcome to Heath Barn on uh, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok's at Heath Barn, but just type in Welcome to Heath Barn. I think it's the name on there. Facebook, John Heath, J-O-N-H-E-A-T-H. That's kind of like my personal, but it's, a more, it's also my business one. I have Welcome to Heath Barn on Facebook as well, but uh, um, the personal one's a business one too, pretty much. So, <sighs> Okay, well, I'm going to go try to relax here. Stressful day, Illinois game, technology, just wound up too tight today. So, uh, everyone enjoy the rest of their evening. A new episode will be out on Monday. Thank you for listening, and that's that.